Natalie Portman is jacked. Jacked. <laughs> What's her name? Mega Megathor? What is it called? Mighty Thor. Mighty Thor. Yeah. Uh You'll see what I mean. Not Lady later. Thor, like some people think. Mm -hmm. It's Mighty Thor. All right. Right on. Welcome, everybody, to the Resistance Broadcast. This is John Hoey here. Uh, this is our Thursday show, and uh, it's just me and Lacey holding down the fort here. James is still, uh, I believe he's in at Scarif. Uh, they finally cleaned <laughs> that place up and made it more They somehow visitable. put it back together piece by piece yeah and it, it's cheaper to rent there because people still have a lot of worries about more death stars so good for him he saved saved some money got to do a little tropical thing but james will be back on monday uh but yeah me and lacy lacy what is going on nice shirt thanks it's an old school one it doesn't have the hmm. slant it's the old lettering yeah which most people won't yeah, realize that our old logo is yeah. very straight across our new logo is like a little bit it's got a little slant to it I did <clears throat> order slant. some new shirts for Celebration, though, which I'm very excited to wear. I did, too, and I'm not going to wear them until Celebration because I feel like they're always perfect fit the first time. And then, I mean, they're usually always good anyway. Like, I'm, my Make Solo 2 Happen shirt is still good. Mm. Uh, but I got a fresh Make Solo 2 Happen shirt. I just like the, the freshness of a brand new shirt. Did uh, I see so that you ordered two of them? I brought her to Make Solo 2 Happen and the new T uh, our new our logo mm. a new shirt of our logo because i didn't have our main logo i had the old one like you do mm -hmm. i didn't have the main logo on a shirt so uh, i got some freshies and celebration deserves freshies so that's what celebration will get i can't wait to break out my kenobi uh, sneakers they've been sitting fresh in the box sneakers? Mm. yeah maybe i should bring my tauntaun slippers please don't but now i definitely am <laughs> so that's happening <laughs> <laughs> um, if right, you roll so up if you to see, the bar in those that might happen if you see a guy at the I, bar wearing tauntaun slippers I'll that's buy me. you a drink if you roll up to the bar in those done one for each slipper sure alright perfect and a burger I will do it okay keep going that's it that, that's shot, shot that, of whiskey <laughs> alright and then ibuprofen um, yeah. no uh, so Thursday show we are going to get into discussion mode. Um, we actually don't have a topic for the discussion. We just, uh, Lacey and I were like, let's just do one of those open chats. Um, because I was thinking like, what if we did a topic? And then John, James John like, oh, I missed that topic. topic. I missed that topic. I can't believe I missed that topic. I love how you're like, so Lacey I and like, I consider this. Everyone knows I don't like open-ended things. It'll be fine. Mm. It'll be great. It's going to be wonderful. Yeah. So I, I didn't pick a topic today, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, we are we are going to talk a little bit about Natalie Portman. But before we do that, I just want to say, uh, if you are listening to this, you are part of the resistance. And it means you probably like what we do here at TRB. So if you're able to, uh, please consider supporting the show, uh, which you can do by going mm -hmm. to this website, patreon.com slash resistance broadcast or if you uh, have patreon app you can find us on there just looking up the resistance broadcast uh you can sign up to our patreon for two dollars per month which immediately grants you access to all of our bonus podcasts videos commentaries and more all exclusive to that page uh if you listened on monday we are going to be scheduling our live patreon exclusive commentary of revenge of the sith so a great warm-up to get ready for obi-wan kenobi and we also have a lot of other cool benefits and perks on the podcast page as you move up the ranks including appearing on the show patreon pod race on mondays uh, we also do monthly zoom calls with our top two tiers we have a an amazing discord server um everyone gets along no matter what you like how old you are which era of star wars you like it's a really really good time we like to consider it like if you remember like 2015 star wars vibes happening now mm -hmm. uh, is basically what happens uh over at our patreon so again patreon.com slash resistance broadcast again starts at two dollars a month but check out the tiers they're all different pick one you like if you can support us we really appreciate it because if you know we get to certain levels we're gonna be able to really expand on what we do and uh we would love to be able to do that and uh if you like what we do and want to see uh us do that please consider supporting us. Uh, so from the three of us, thank you very much. All right, Lacey, it is time 
for what? What are we doing? Say it. Will of the Force. I fear nothing for all this as the Force wills it. Will of the Force. Thank you, <laughs> Mr. Chirrut Imway. Uh, it is our segment where we pitch an option and say, will it, won't it, will they, won't they? And we make the tough choice. And you do too as you're listening along. Uh, be sure to comment on YouTube or or quote tweet on uh, Twitter of the episode and let us know your answers to these questions. So we have some good ones. Uh, Lacey, we have a couple of Patreon submissions as well as a couple of things I fired up for us here. Um, but the first one is coming from one of our commanders on Patreon, Jay MacArthur. What's up, Jay? Sandwich Jay. Jay. Sandwich Jay. He asked, will we see or hear mention of Ahsoka in Kenobi? Does he even know she survived? Um, so, Lacey, what do you think? Do you think, uh, will we hear, will we see or hear mention of Ahsoka in Kenobi? Ooh, this is tricky. You guys come up with some good questions. I haven't even considered Ahsoka in Kenobi because I feel like it just hasn't even crossed my mind because there's so much going on with Vader. But, like, obviously, Ahsoka's a part of this. Um, I'm going to say we're going to get a mention, not a C. We're not going to see her. Okay. I'm going to agree with you, um, mainly because of the Vader factor. Mm. Um, I don't, because of the fact that they have the encounter in Rebels, um, I think that would really, and people are going to say like, well, what about Obi-Wan and Vader? Uh, now I get it, but, uh, I, I just think her showing up wouldn't work here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I agree. I think it will be a mention. I think Obi-Wan will mention her, um, t- almost as a, not an apology, but a sort of, this needs to happen because it couldn't happen in Revenge of the Sith because Ahsoka wasn't created yet. You mean like, hey, oh, you failed your Padawan and now you've... Well, um... No, I think more so because it, it is a little weird that there's so much of Ahsoka in the Clone Wars with Obi-Wan and Anakin and just zero acknowledgement of her in Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And the real reason is because the character didn't exist yet. Right. But in canon, it's like, that's kind of strange. And so she's I like think one of the biggest characters at this point. Right. Yeah. So I think because of that, they'll at least give her a mention to sort of tie those loose ends and we get the ewan mcgregor version of acknowledging the character i think that would go a long way and it would explain Um, why hayden christensen is binging the clone wars yeah that'd be yeah he needs to know who that character is he's got to do all that stuff yeah um so all right so we're both agreeing that maybe a mention uh so that's cool um does he know that she survived i'm sure he found out one way or another he still probably talks to yoda uh someone sits on that rock and and tunes into what's going on on the the jedi airwaves out there um but our next question here now this one i fired up will natalie portman appear in obi-wan kenobi in a dream or flashback lacy no you start with this one (laughs) (laughs) yes you're Uh... starting (laughs) Maybe. No. Um, not interested. I'm thinking. I know, but it's so quiet. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Interesting. You mean I, a DH'd or do you think footage from the movie? I, I think, I think DH'd a very brief thing in a dream of Darth Vader's when he's in his back to tank. Interesting. So like Boba Fett style. Yes. But very quick passing. Kind of like think about Ray's vision in TFA when all that stuff's happening. We're like, wait, what was that? Who was that? What Mm -hmm. voice was that? It's like you're just pummeled with sensory stuff. I think it'd be a quick, you'll hear her voice, maybe see her face or something, or she'll say Anakin. It'll be something like that, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. You're in? Oh, is that? Are you asking me what my opinion is now, John? Well, my, John my answer, I know you don't normally do this segment, but usually you say, "So yeah, I think that." So, Lacey, what do you well, think? Well, I did. Well, I did. You're the only other person here, Lacey. I'd be. Mean, what do you? You're gonna call someone on the phone? 
I phone a friend. I'm going to phone a friend on this one. Um, Dad, I just want you to know I'm going to win the million dollars. So anyway, that being said, yes, I think Natalie Portman will appear in Obi-Wan Kenobi in a dream or flashback. I think this is a great question. I think it's going to happen, especially with her being in uh, Thor. I think they could have shot something on the, the volume over in Australia and then sent it right over to Lucasfilm. You know, they're using the same exact yeah. technology. They can make it match. They could send over. What do you think, though? Well, it says, like, or are you making me pick dream or flashback? Well, yeah. Like, if like, what's the most likely? L- let's say your answer is true. It comes true and she does appear. What do you think is most likely? I think it's most likely going to be a flashback. Okay. So different from me. Got you. Not really, because I think he could be having moments in the Bakta tank where he is having flashback moments, but it's not him asleep. Like, mm, gotcha. Boba Fett wasn't a dream. It was him th- reminiscing of what happened. Yeah, he did have that weird lizard tree dream, though. <laughs> that was more of a drug-induced vision than a yeah. dream, but yeah. Well, that's still weird, by the way. That nose lizard thing is still gross. Yeah. Still. I'm going to cosplay as that. How are you going to cosplay as a nose lizard? I'm just going to crawl inside everyone's face. What celebration? That is really weird. Please don't ever say that again. <laughs> um, can we move on? Uh, so I'm saying, though, to be clear, in a dream, but it won't be it won't be flashbacky. It will be a new thing that he cooks up in his mind in his dream. Um, yeah, but they could okay. put natalie in an outfit or something that we've seen and still record new stuff so technically it's a flashback to a moment but okay (laughs) all right the next one is a patreon submission from commander ivy tudor our new commander hey ivy Ivy? welcome this is your first uh contribution to the show so thank you for this Mm -hmm. uh and Ivy asked, will we ever see a show, movie, or trilogy of George Lucas's intended treatment for the sequels, non-canon, of course? Um, so, Lacey, what do you think? First of all, I think Ivy probably loved the first question. She's a big Ahsoka fan, so she loves that we're probably saying that Ahsoka's going to show up. That's true. Mention or in the show. Uh, that being said, okay. Will the show of intended treatment sequels? Uh, I... I'm going to have you go first, John, because I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. uh, no, I, I, I don't think so. Um, George Lucas is a control freak, and he, I think if it came down to it, he wouldn't want everything of his being made as the way he like, saw it. He would need to be involved, and that's why he said he sort of had to cut ties because it would have gotten all mucked up, and he would have tried to get involved. Um. So I'll just add on to this because, you know, well, well, Lacey, yes or no? Do you think that something will be made non-canon of George Lucas's, uh, you know, treatments that he had for the sequels? Like, okay, hold on. The way you phrase that is weird. Something. The question that she asked, do you think? (laughs) No, I know. But the way you word it is you're like, something will be made non-canon. You're saying something will be created. Right. Yes. But made non-canon is like you're like taking it back. You know what I mean? So when you create when you create like a cake, do you also make that cake? I know, but the phrasing, when you hear made non-canon, it sounds like, oh, it's not going to be made canon anymore. Do you see what I'm saying? You're doing the James fall asleep thing to me. And just because James isn't here doesn't mean what I'm saying is boring. What James fall asleep You thing? do that to him all the time. <laughs> James, back me up on this one when you come back. Um... No, I don't think they will. I, I I, don't think they're going to do anything with George Lucas. I, I know he constantly comes up as like a, will he direct? Will he contribute? Will he write? Will we ever see this? Will we ever see... No. Uh, the wonderful late J.W. Rensler came on the show a couple times, and every time he came on, he said that there were, you know, treatments that were... He had read them. And I think that those treatments are never going to be released, which... I kind of wish they would be just so I could read them. But I think also at the same time, I'm saying, no, I'm good because I don't want fans to be like, look what we could have gotten. 
So that's, I was going to add to that. I was going to ask, like, did you think, do you think his treatments would ever see the light of day? No. Um, I think they're in a vault somewhere. Yeah. And by vault, probably on they, like a hard drive, but. <laughs> I don't think they will either. But man, this Star Wars stuff always gets like dug up. Um, I'm going to say no to. I don't think we will see his treatments. I would love right. to, you know. Great question, um, Ivy. But Welcome. Yeah, definitely a great question. And also, yeah, George, I mean, I know she wasn't asking this. She was saying probably other people would be making it. But for people saying like, oh, George Lucas will come back. Like, forget George Lucas is like going to be 78 in like two weeks. Like, I think he's done. On, uh, yeah, but, but at his, on his own volition, he's done. I'm about to get spicy. Um, Have we ever discussed like whether we think George regrets selling Dis- to Disney? Do we ever talk about that? Uh, no, I mean, we can. Well, let's do it in a little bit here. Oh, right. Let's get into it. We'll save yeah. that. Um. All right, last one here. And I thought this the other day and I was like, this is actually, this is very interesting to me. So Lacey, you're going to go first on this one. Will someone say I have a bad feeling about this in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series? Bad. I have a bad feeling. Um <laughs> Yes, I boy. think they I think they will say it because it's such a Star Warsy saying, just like hello there. Um, that it's an easy thing to throw in there and that people will be like, see, there it is. Leonardo DiCaprio gif. There's that thing that everybody looks for. Um, okay. And plus, these characters have said it more than anybody else, especially like Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin. That, yeah, I think I think they're going to say it. I think Obi-Wan is going to be the one to say it. Yeah. I mean, he's said it twice, I think I twice, believe. yeah. Um, yeah, I think they will have it back for Obi-Wan Kenobi. They didn't do it in Mando or Book of Boba Fett. But I think they will bring it back for Kenobi. Um, it's tied to these the, characters. Yeah, because of the legacy aspect and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah I think there's going to be I think there's going to be a lot of threads that pay tribute and harken back to A New Hope in this series. I really do. And I again, I know there's the nine year gap between the two, but still, I think they want to try to bring people's minds and 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 senses and and memories and feelings back towards that era. Um, while of course paying tribute to the prequels because you are bringing back the prequel actors, but like merging those things mm. and bridging those gaps. Um, so I think we will too. So we'll we'll see. Interesting. Um, all right. So that is it for Will of the Force um, discussion time. Now, we don't have a specific topic, but you pitched something that's pretty interesting, Lacey. So let's get into that to kick it off. We don't have to spend the whole time on it. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan once thought as you do. So the question was, the question was, going back to it, starting fresh, uh, have we ever discussed the idea that George regrets selling Lucasfilm? Now, I know this has come up, obviously, YouTube videos and forums and on Reddit, but I wonder what your thoughts are, John. Do you think George regrets it? Well, how come? Why don't you answer it first? Because I'm the one that asked the question, John. So therefore, you answered the question. And I've asked questions that you made me go first, then. That's okay. I'm asking you to go first. Jeez Louise. (laughs) Um, I do think he regrets selling it. Why is that? I think because when he did, he was under the impression that they would use his stories at least. And that mm-hmm. so some of his legacy would be tied to completing the trilogy and they didn't end up doing it. And that interview he did with 60 Minutes, it almost felt like he forgot that there were cameras on and he was just spilling out all of his like frustration and like regret or disappointment because he said some things on there that he you know probably regrets saying you know it's calling disney white slavers and um you know saying like i gave them my stories and they didn't want to use them and so like he he seemed bitter you know what i mean yeah and i feel like every time we've seen george lucas at 
these celebration things and and anything that has to do with him being involved, like him going to the Galaxy's Edge kickoff and that stuff, he just seems not happy. He seems like he's there because he owes it to the fans to show up because he still loves the fans and he wants to like let the fans know that he still cares about them and stuff like that. I think he appreciates what they're doing like i think he thinks galaxy's edge is probably great and like i believe him when he says that stuff Mm -hmm. but there's like because then when i see him on other interviews and other shows that aren't star wars based he doesn't seem as rigid like when i saw him in his show he did with james cameron he seemed more jovial and more like laid back and how stuff. about the but stuff they the released st- from skywalker ranch or from lucasfilm <clears throat> like the internal talk between him and dave filoni remember they released oh. that about a year year and a half ago where it was like this talk with him and dave and they released like a snippet of it him talking about i believe the clone wars or something like that and we had discussed it and you had said oh yeah yeah looks so happy talk like release the whole thing why are you mm-hmm. only releasing this clip yeah i don't know i i just don't i just for some reason get the feeling that he because the decision like he said the reason he did it is because uh, of his his kids and he wanted to do other things and he had his museum and stuff like that but now that the time of that trilogy is coming gone and you know he's still active and he's still around and stuff i think there's got to be some regrets there of him thinking like i should have done this there was I this should have moment. completed my story. Yeah, and there was this moment during gallery where they have him walking around and he goes, this is what my dream was. Like, this is what I wanted to do. Remember he says that comment, like with the screens yeah. and everything? Like, oh, this is what I yes, was thinking. Yes, right, right, right. This was, Yeah, this was always what I had drummed up in my head or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I feel like it's like regret more, more than like anger. I feel like it's just like, or like the whole what if sort of thing, like what could have been. It's hard to let um, go of things like any, with anybody, anybody that oh. something that they care about. It's like hard to let go and just be like, what if I just did imagine this? Our, our, our little podcast, if we were like, we're just going to give this to somebody and now you have this, like we would be like upset about it. And it's just a little friggin' podcast. Imagine creating, literally inventing Star Wars creating it for decades and those characters and don't ha- go away in your head yes right and then handing it to someone and being like please take care of this i couldn't do that there's there's no way i could do that i so i have a lot of respect for him for doing it because i think he at that 40th uh anniversary thing he said he did it because he knows how much the fans love it and there's more stories to tell like he did it for the fans i think um because i think he donated a lot of the money and stuff he like he didn't need the money he's not that i don't know if you remember this james and i talking about how seth rogan told the story about george lucas um about how george was saying the world was gonna end or something and he couldn't come on the spaceship with him do you think he sold lucas (laughs) because he thought the world was gonna end i don't think no i don't think so (laughs) uh, i'd like to think seth rogan was probably high out of his mind i just love that seth rogan was like he told me i couldn't come on the spaceship (laughs) He's like, ho, 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 Yeah, I don't know. But what do you think? Do you, do you think he, he regrets selling it? I, the way I feel about it is I think as someone who is very passionate and creative like myself, um, probably, and I'm not comparing myself, obviously, creatively to George Lucas before someone flips out. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying... Yeah. The idea of I know how protective I get of things that I'm creative about and that I feel are like my thing, like this podcast, like we put so much time and effort into it and like, you know, designs we make and and segment ideas. And like sometimes it even be something stupid like, oh, I came up with a funny tweet or a funny joke and then I see someone do the exact same joke and like clearly they took it from me or whatever. You get a little kind of territorial or a little protective that you're like, this is my thing. Like, come on. um. So I think that there is a bit of regret there because I think it could be something where even though ultimately he could stand by his decision and know that he did the right thing for himself, 
I think there always is going to be this this probably part of him in the back of his head that he's like, what if I stayed? What if I stuck around? What what could I have done? Uh, yeah. How would things be different? Because he did create these characters. They came from his head. Like he is a part of him and is in all of this stuff. So it's hard to just completely step away from that. And I'm interested to see if we'll ever get a real sit down with him where he talks about where he is currently, but like just is where he's really honest about the process and how he dealt with the years following and like what he really thinks about things. I don't think we'll ever get it, but I like really wish we would eventually. I think, I think that's why a part of why I love solo so much Mm -hmm. is because we know that was a movie he wanted to make. He wanted like, that was his idea was the Han Solo. And he was on the set. He visited the set, you know, Ron Howard, who is an OG Lucasfilm person, comes in to, to wind up directing it. Lawrence Kasdan, who he handpicked to, to write the second two of his trilogy, co-wrote it. Uh, John Williams did the theme. Like, Solo is the most George Lucas movie since he sold it. And I think he, en- and- I think he liked it. I think he was he having too, fun yeah. on the set from all the clips that I saw. Yeah, I, 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 if I had to guess, uh, he probably does doesn't like the sequel trilogy and whatever. And the that's whole cave closet like, thing where he like he did the thing where he was like Han wouldn't hang him back up. Han took yeah. the hanger and didn't care whether it hung up or not. Yeah. Yep, he direct he directed that shot. Yeah, yeah. So George Lucas directed uh, a part of Solo. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, I I think that's why I love Solo so much is because. All those reasons, like it was his idea and all these people involved with it have true connectivity to uh, Lucasfilm and George Lucas. So um, I, I, it's just another reason why I love that movie. And when I, I, find, I see people more and more coming around to it, I'm like, yeah, that's right. That's right. But I, I, I don't know. Like there, there's, there's, we don't have to spend the whole time talking about that. It was just interesting that you brought that up. But mm-hmm. I was going to ask um, you out of the projects that not TV. I feel like we've talked about a lot of TV as of late. Out of the movie projects that are coming, which ones do you think we're going to get updates from at Celebration and which one are you most interested to get an update from? I so I I I don't like saying this because I always I always end up liking Star Wars. Even like Attack of the Clones, I don't think it's a very good movie, but I still love it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I still really love it, but I don't think it's a great movie. Um, I'm not that excited about Rogue Squadron. I'm not going to lie. Why? Now, because... That's surprising to me, Mr. Top Gun. I know. I know. I think it's because I need to see... Because it's that type of movie, Mm. I need to see something from it to understand what it is. Um, That's all. And... I'll admit I am a little concerned because of how bad Wonder Woman 84 was. Um, I didn't know people liked it. Yeah. I, it was, it was in my opinion, it was uh, not good at all. Um, But, and that's okay. You know, she's one for two. And if you like monster, you like monster, but um, I know she's making another Wonder Woman, but, and DC has its own problems. Holy hell. That, 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 that studio can't get out of its own way with all their issues with actors and stuff. Yeah. Um, like the, Ezra Miller getting arrested twice in a week. Uh, Amber Heard, obviously, uh, the truth coming out about her stuff. Yeah. With Johnny Depp. Like, and all these people are in these upcoming movies for DC. And let alone all the stuff with like, you know, what happened with Zack Snyder, who, by the way, I'm a Zack Snyder fan. I like his movies. He's very passionate. He seems like him and like J.J. Abrams seem like the two nicest movie makers in Hollywood. And for some reason, people don't like them, even though they're nicer than almost. It's really strange. It is. But you know what it is? Like, Uh, wait, to be fair, I have said on this podcast, I don't like Zack Snyder. And I, it's not that I don't like him. His movies. I don't like his don't like. movies. And I want to yeah, make that clear fine. before someone yeah, comes that, out and is like, oh, didn't lay yeah. like, no, I, I didn't. I think what, what people online like seem to do is they lump Zack Snyder, the person, the human being in with like a group of fans 
who try to like ruffle feathers about, you know, his movies versus other things DC's doing when he's come out and said, I, I don't like what these fans are doing. Mm -hmm. He's been on streams with them for charity things saying like, I don't like what you guys, I don't, I do not stand for this. Mm -hmm. I do not stand by you guys and you know, all the whole thing. And he just, you know, he went through his tragedies, but if you ever, you know, the, the biggest measure of how I, cause you know, I'm not in Hollywood, so I have to go by what people who work with those people say. Like, people who work with J.J. Abrams are like, oh my god, I freaking love Eunice said that. Love of her life. Yeah. Daisy, John Boyega, Oscar, they're all like, we love J.J. Um, And then uh, Zack Snyder, like Jason Momoa, all these people like, I will do anything for Zack Snyder. Uh, you know, like, and, and you see him in interviews. He seems like a genuinely really nice guy. He's very charitable, family man. He had a horrible uh, loss with his daughter's suicide. Uh, had to leave Justice League. Like, I, I so I'm I'm rooting for him because I know he pitched that movie Rebel uh, Moon. to Lucasfilm and they didn't pick it up and they should have. And they probably didn't because of the whole stupid fan thing. I think Lucasfilm sometimes pays way, way too close when of attention. When did he pitch that movie? Do we have a time period? Or oh, well, he, he didn't say. Didn't he say? Didn't he say? It was like a couple years ago? Two years ago? A year ago? Um, I think he was on a podcast. It might have been the Barstool movie podcast where he said he pitched it to them. I'm not positive. But he pitched early them Early 2010s. Idea and he, oh, it was that long ago. Yeah. He pitched a Star Wars film to Lucasfilm shortly after Disney acquired the studio in the early 2010s. But that's a more 2012. So after take. that, yeah. Okay, so it's what? What is it called? Rebel, Rebel Moon. Moon. It looks amazing. It looks. He's got. So he's already great. got good actors involved. Um, so I'm rooting for for that, and I think I know people are not everyone loves his movies and stuff, but I thought he did a great job converting Watchmen. Uh, you know I love Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they did more of that versus you know the the stuff they tried to rush to catch up with Marvel. But I'm just, I root for people who I think are good people, and I really think Zack Snyder's a good guy. And I wish more fans separated him from like the garbage fans who try to latch onto him like a barnacle, and he's like shaking his arm to get him off. You know what I mean? Right. Um, like compartmentalize. People really need to compartmentalize. Like everyone lumps things into one thing and. If you're able to really assess something, you can you can separate the person Zack Snyder from a fan group who he has nothing to do with. It's like it's like if people try to like like say there was like a, a group of fans who liked our podcast, but they were all jerks, and then people are like, oh, well, that must mean TRB are jerks. It's like no, we you know we can't stop people from doing things. Mm-hmm. It's just like uh, I don't know, so I I don't blame him for what those fans do and i'm rooting for him because he just seems like a good guy in hollywood and he he has this original idea and we don't see that often it's not attached to an ip he's starting something new what if this is the new a new awesome ip like the photos he's showing though have definitely have a star wars look to them like the entry to the ship looks like the millennium falcon like there's a lot of star warsiness to it and i love it and there's a part of me that's like super excited <clears throat> and super nervous that I'm like, am I going to like this more than certain things that have come out recently? You know, <laughs> it's just like yeah. super nervous or anything. But yeah, okay. I mean, I, it'll be curious. It'll be curious what he ends up doing with it. But um, so what do you think about Taika stuff? I mean, everyone's talking about all the Taika stuff that's been out recently. His like pirate show. I think I think we have Thor. to get an update. I think I think we'll get. Like, because Taika is such a fan favorite, and it seems like everyone likes him no matter what type of fan they are in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a bonus. And he's just a very uh, eccentric personality that I think he, if he was willing to do it, I don't know if he lives in California or where he lives. I don't know if he lives in New Zealand still. I, I have no idea where that guy lives, but... If he was willing to go to celebration, I'm sure they would have him in a minute because that guy is electric. He uh, is funny. He galvanizes people in a positive way. He, he he exudes a very positive energy and he's super, super, super talented. So I think they're going to give us as much of his stuff as they can, as much as he has done. Uh, I don't know when they're scheduled to film that. I assume he maybe have written 
done writing the story already with uh, Christy Wilson Carnes. I'm curious if they released his trailer because it comes out July 8th, Thor, Love and Thunder. I wonder uh if they released this trailer so that his Star Wars announcements that come out in a month or so don't overshadow his Marvel stuff because the Marvel stuff's already out there. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Because then they're hitting it with, you know, Marvel, Thor stuff. Then they're hitting it with I, the Star Wars stuff point. and then back to the Thor stuff. Because remember Disney Plus Day, you know, we had heard about, you know, there's a Kenobi trailer and yeah. you know, we're going to see some news and nothing happened. Right. I I think these studios, even though they're under the umbrella, still operate independently on what they put out. Yeah. So I, I don't know if like Marvel's like, oh, Lucasfilm, you're doing that. So we'll do this. I don't know if that happens. Well, the studio falls under one team, though. Like, one person is in charge of Disney Studios. So, it just, to me, it would be like, it would make sense that if you have two properties like that that are falling under one person and you both want them to get equally enough time, you'd spread them out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. So, what do you think, though? Like, what do you, because there's other movies... Like Kevin Feige is supposed to be doing a movie. Like I, I don't know. Out Ryan of all the Johnson's movies that are... supposed to be doing a movie. I feel like everyone three. keeps going back to that. Yeah. Yeah, he's supposed to be doing freaking three of them. So I guess if you had to guess, and these are just guesses. Yeah. So we, you know, no pressure. But of all the movies that are coming out or announced, what do you think we may hear about at uh, Celebration? I think we're gonna hear about all of them except Ryan Johnson. Oh, yeah? So you think we'll even hear about like what Kevin Feige's oh, doing? yeah. Ooh, interesting. I think that they could easily throw up logos of each of these movies, and that would be enough for people. They could say, oh this God, is coming out. I didn't out. even think about because that. Because they did mm. the whole D23 timeline thing where they showed like all the different Star Wars timelines with yep. Kathleen Kennedy. Um, Kathy, if you will. Uh, and I think... They could easily do that here at Celebration and just be like, okay, coming out this day, here's this logo. Uh, let's bring out Taika. Taika, tell us what the movie's about. Okay, great. Go backstage. Now we're going to bring out the next person. This is the movie. Kind of like the Marvel way of doing things where they just announce things and they give you a logo, but they don't necessarily tell you much more except the logo. Like a placeholder. Yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. Though, if it's if we just get like a, a logo and it's not something that fans are familiar with people are gonna it's gonna be wild people will be like what does that mean but you i know? love the speculation though like one of the best times being a star wars fan was 2015 oh, because listen. of force awakens but also because it just left you being like what does this mean that's why i think you know when we do our event the saturday of uh celebration mm-hmm. um by the way be there at uh, radiant beer co uh about just a couple miles from the Anaheim Convention Center. We will be podcasting at 6.30 and happy hour, an hour before at 5.30 if you want to come hang out. But uh, we will be able to talk about a lot of things. So, and we're not, you know, held to any sort of thing or, you know, we can do whatever we want. So we can talk about a lot of things during that time and we have a lot of time to use there. So, uh it's going like to be a great show because it's not going to be like we're stuck with, oh, our podcast is on a Thursday and there's still so much to announce. Like we're going to be end of day Saturday. We're going to have all three the things, days. all the panels yeah. will have been and out. Kenobi's yeah. out. We get to talk about <laughs> Kenobi being out. True. True. Yeah. So I think, yeah, we'll do like some of the pre-planned stuff we have, but I think we'll We'll we're gonna have leave, a ton to talk about. We'll leave empty space to talk yeah. about a lot of the things that we're gonna be getting, which is very exciting. But uh, um, yeah, I, I don't, I, man, I don't know. That's so interesting. Do you think like, do you think like Taika Watiti will be at celebration, or do you think it'll just be a maybe like one of those people like video in or like a pre-recorded message? Like he, he I don't does know where he is right now. Bit. Have you seen him anywhere lately? That's the thing is like, I don't know where he is. If he's shooting somewhere, then yes. I don't know. I don't even know when his movie supposed to film. I would think that film. he would show up because why not? They're going to fly him in. Yeah. 
they're saving yeah. budget. So that's the thing is like with these shows, a lot of the budget spent on bringing these guests in with Burbank and Anaheim being so close. You don't need to fly people in. You can drive them in a nice car. You can put them in a hotel or you can drive them right back to their house. So it, you don't <laughs> have to pay to have them travel somewhere. Um, so you can afford to bring in people from further destinations, whether it be New Zealand or Australia or London or wherever. So that's yeah. why I think I feel like they'll bring him out. You know, there is a question in the uh, like, will they bring Patty out, especially what is rumored with there being issues in her movie game? It was it officially pushed back. It was officially pushed back. I know. I think as as far as it's still, you know, I was joking about this with a buddy. It's still um, slotted in for December of 2023. But that dude from Fandango, um, mm -hmm. I forget his name, Eric something. He always posts like every month he puts out, here's the latest, you know, movie release schedules for the next few years. And he put out all the 2022, all the 2023 and 2024 major releases. It is like... 150 movies the only movie that has question marks next to it is rogue squadron <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but i'm saying okay so here's the thing is is if it is happening even if it's having problems they're gonna bring her out on stage because they want it to appear like there is no problem mm. so i think that's why yeah. we'll see her and we'll hear about that project and they might use this as a springboard to give you a new date they might hold, so say they are delaying it, they might hold that announcement until celebration to say, hey, things are awesome. We need more time to tell this story. It's actually going to be this date now and make it like more of a positive spin than the negative of like, oh, they're not organized or, oh, it's getting rewrites. Yeah, true. Maybe. I mean... <clears throat> I, I I mean I hope it's still on. You know, I, I was just saying like I'm not super excited about it, but once it starts, you know, coming, I'm gonna be rooting for it and stuff. So what are you I, not? You're just not excited because of her, or are you not excited because of the story? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I I just think I need more. I need more to like. I need to see, find out who's in it. I need to find out, you know, maybe something about like what type of characters there are. Like, cause to me. Mm. You know, X-wing pilots aren't the most exciting thing in the world. Mm -hmm. So now, depending on what they do with it, they'll change my mind. I'm not again. It's not the all or nothing absolute stuff here. I'm not saying I'm not excited about it. I'm just saying like I'm not like Rogue Squadron. I can't freaking wait the way I am for like Kenobi or um, you know other stuff that's coming. So mm -hmm. um, I'm still excited. It's just I'm not like at a ten right now on it. Um, that might change. Like I said, once more info comes out about it. Um, so who knows, but a lot of people were asking about, you know, are they going to live stream the panels and stuff? And I think we touched about touching that last week. hundred um, percent. Yes. They'll probably have a sponsor yeah. to do it like Verizon or something. But the only thing would be like, they'll show trailers to everyone, but if they show in show footage, they, they black that out. I think they do sometimes, sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they do. And sometimes they do. Did I say do and do? Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. <laughs> he said he said do do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm pumped about celebration. I'm I'm also thinking about a lot of stuff like in terms of like you know, uh Andor coming out later this year and probably Mandalorian, but I think I'm really getting more and more excited about Andor and I don't know why this is, but that show keeps like slipping through the cracks and not being talked about by fans it's because ewan mcgregor why. is ewan mcgregor and everybody's focused on that yeah but everyone's still like super hyped on mando i don't know if that's the grogu thing or the fact that we've already had mandalorian so they know it um, i think so and but i also think there is a group uh, like a, a big group of people that have become star wars fans because of the mandalorian like that's what they've gotten into that's their diehard thing like Everybody has but that thing we... that they're passionate about. I think there are people that are just super passionate about the Mandalorian. But wouldn't you think because Rogue One somehow, even though it's sometimes it's only like a thousand tweets, it it seems like it's trending every freaking day online. Um, that 
there's this passion for Rogue One. Like people, but love I don't know Rogue if that One. passion is due to Cassian, though. You know what I mean? Like, but wouldn't he's that part translate? Of it? Because you're not getting anything else tied to Rogue One because of how close it is to A New Hope. Mm-hmm. So this is like, unless they do another prequel series about like Jyn Erso, which I don't think is happening because she wasn't really doing much. She didn't become. She she became the hero during Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Like, or you could do maybe like the the Guardians of the Wills and and do like Chirrut and Baze, which I would watch ten. Oh, that would times. be so great. Um, but and there's a chance they could pop in in this series because you know Cassian and Rogue One kind of he knows them. He's right. like, oh yeah, those guys they used to be the keepers of the wills or the guardians of the wills or whatever. Right. So there's a chance those guys could pop in, and I that would be. I'd mark out to that. That would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, cheer, it's back. <laughs> Donnie is so um, great. But, yeah, he is. But I think Cassian's like the only, like, tie they can do really for, for another thing connected to Rogue One. So I'm, I'm surprised more people aren't super hyped on it yet. I feel like I'll be more excited when I see a trailer behind the scenes thing or I mean we've already gotten that behind the scenes reel from the investor day two days two year and a half two years ago whatever it was um but I feel like I'll be more excited once Kenobi's over I feel like I can only handle so much excitement which is going to be interesting to see how I handle celebration week because it's just going to be hit after hit after hit of excitement and what's going on and new things and experiences and it's been a long two years and I think we all recognize that and we all need this more than anything. And I just don't know how I'm going to handle just like so much stuff being thrown at me as a Star Wars fan, because you expect that from Celebration. But I feel like with everything that's happened in the past two years where things have been delayed or they didn't really talk about anything. And then there was just that period where like nothing was happening with anything. Um, It's just kind of crazy to think that we're going to get so much stuff packed into four days and then we also have d23 later this summer and we have san diego comic-con i'm sure so it's going to be very interesting to see are we starting to get back into that churn of news and updates and stuff outside of just like rumors and leaks and you know toy displays and fye and like are we going to start to get those regularly scheduled updates outside of just hey we're going to give you these three days and that's it sorry four days i'm there for three four days yeah (laughs) yeah leaving sunday Mm -hmm. um yeah i i wonder if it's because i mean we've we've been talking about this for a while about you know uh, almost like over and over about and a lot of people do too about lucasfilm being like too secretive and and that sort of stuff so i don't know if this like opens the floodgates and then it's it becomes more or if it's like no we're gonna do our celebration thing and then it goes back we go back into hibernation i don't know i think another thing that i'm really excited about with obi-wan kenobi is like the merchandise side of things i'm really interested to see what kind of toys and stuff they're gonna make for that show because they haven't said anything hasbro or anyone <laughs> like well there's well, been nothing I mean, this this i mean let's be honest this week that it could have happened you know uh, after we record this but because you know those that art image we talked about monday that's mm-hmm. been making the rounds and everyone seems to love it you know was found at the end of an aisle and you don't i don't think you slap that there without you know merch coming mm-hmm. and obviously it's not the show itself uh <laughs> you know right so what is it it's got to be you know, lightsabers and action figures and, and who knows what. I'm more curious about is that artwork that came out, is that going to be what's on the action figure card? Like a version of that? No, you know? I think that's just Disney promotion art. I think usually the card backing is us- like similar to what you see behind me. Like they look very like a certain look to them. And especially Hasbro mm, now has the yeah. boxes that all line up so that if you put them back to back, they oh, all the make black the series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like more like the, the vintage series or the 3.75s, um, that stuff. Right. Um, like that, that sort of fall, follow along the lines of like the power of the force and, 
And those I just things. hope there's more creatures. Like we get more creature stuff. I feel like time and time again we get a lot of troopers. We get a lot of this pilot, that pilot. Uh, here's Leia again, which I love Leia, of course. But here's Leia. Here's Luke. That kind of stuff. Give me some creatures. Like give me some weird stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. I want it, that like little cool. monkey thing that they show on the Kenobi trailer. What monkey thing? There's that green monkey guy that like. The guy had who was walking and he had these like green monkeys with like multiple eyes. Green monkeys? Yeah. I gotta watch that trailer again. It might have been like maybe images released. It was something, but there was like little green monkeys in it. I wonder yeah, and because did they I don't even remember. Like I don't collect figures anymore. Like what did they put out for like Book of Boba Fett? Did they put out figure lines for that? They put out a new Boba Fett. So there was no like and a Fennec Shand, no like major domo, no. no. And then the Rancor That's failed. They the, crazy the, to me. The craziest thing to me was that they put the Rancor Haslab out before Book of Boba Fett came out, where they could have made that specific Rancor. Is there? A, there's not a Cobb Vanth figure yet. No, there is. Oh, there is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, like, if they put out the major domo. David Pasquese, I think I would buy that figure. I think I really like that character. I don't think they've put him out yet. I don't think. But it's like those, like you talk about the creatures. I like those little like side characters. Which is what the action figures used to be. It's like random people. Yeah. I got, yes, like Long Snoot, uh, uh, Garandan from the guy, the spy who rats them out in A New Hope. I had that figure. Mm Mm-hmm. He has no relevance, really, aside from saying, like, hey, those guys are over here now. (laughs) Yeah. I had that figure. I had, like, random people who really had... I had an R5-D4 figure. Oh, bad motivator. Done playing with that toy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you make your own little adventures with these, like, little action figures and stuff. Give me the Major Domo. Give me the Mare. Give me the Pike. Give me the Tusken Raider Kid. (laughs) <laughs> who was, I guess, played by Jimmy Kimmel's nephew or something. <laughs> Yay, nepotism. <laughs> People are always talking about like, oh, deep fake is, is ruining chances for actors to other actors to play these roles. I'm like, I think nepotism is ruining that more than anything. I saw some comment <laughs> that someone had made about the penguin in Batman played by Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Someone was like, you couldn't get a guy that looked like that. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> I love when people are mad about things that they're really, you know, they're 100% not really mad about. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Oh, man. All right. Well, we are up against time. Um, we talked about a bunch of stuff, though. This was cool. I think um, so. Yeah. And we'll have to have another one of these open chats when James comes back. Because, I mean, sometimes, you know, we try to, you know, p- push uh, specific topics. But sometimes I think it, we find conversations and sometimes that's really the organic root of podcasting anyway so mm-hmm. i like when we're able to sort of um show our versatility here mm-hmm. um but uh we do have one more thing to do though Lacey. so uh let's as is tradition go to our next segment yep guys it is time for resistance transmissions <laughs> So this is the part of the show where we welcome you to the show. John puts up a crazy, wacky situation on Twitter, and you guys give your answers. So the scenario this past week was Qui-Gon Jinn checks into a hotel, but puts his room under a fake name so the Sith can't find him. What name does he stay under? Oh, boy. Up first, we have Holochronicles at Holochronicles. What up, guys? Look what the cat dragged in. <laughs> they said, apparently, it's such a common name that no one batted an eye on Tatooine for 20 years. <laughs> Fair. Next is Vanessa Fontaine at NessaFace04. What up, Vanessa? Oh, wait. I I think, wait, I, I, I must have cut off their answer or something. Did you cut off their answer? Okay, I'm going to say Vanessa's and we'll come back. Okay. I was going to say, I didn't really get that, but I didn't want to say that <laughs> on, on the show. I will, I will fix this. All right. Vanessa's up. What up, Vanessa? She said, Mr. and Mrs. Shmee Skywalker. I see what you did there, I like Vanessa. that. Yeah. Got it. Oh, so they wrote... Go ahead. Luke Skywalker. 
and then wrote, apparently it's such a common name that no one oh. batted an eye on Tatooine for 20 years. <laughs> See, that's funny. The other one I <laughs> was like, oh, cool. This yeah. makes no sense. <laughs> well done. Uh, next, and Vanessa's was really good too. Yeah. Like that. Next is Mello at a Great Jedi. What up, Mello, who said, Aslan looks at the horizon, Aslan Skywalker. <laughs> Do you get it? No. So Liam Neeson voices Aslan, the oh, lion. Oh, and the, the lion, lion the witch in the wardrobe. wardrobe. Oh. Yeah. Now I get oh. it. Ooh. Next is Darth Hideous at Darth underscore hideout, who said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Darth Hideout at Darth Hideout. I thought it said Darth Hideous. Whoops. <laughs> Wait, can we we need to trademark that. Has anyone ever said Darth Hideous before? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But you're you can have it, John. You're welcome. You can tweet it out. All right. They said kebab. Shish kebab. I'm assuming Ooh. that's James Bond reference. Uh no. pop culture. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's all you know what else it's also referencing, right? He gets killed that way. Yeah. I don't like that. That's really Darth Maul turned him into a <laughs> Sith kebab. Next is Nicholas Kratz at Nicholas Kratz. What up, Nicholas? What up, Nick? Are you gonna say it? This is actually an example of Way to get your handle, Nick. It's been a while. All right, he said, quote, You don't need my name. To which the staff says, yes, I do. And then Qui-Gon, without hesitation, you don't need my name, with an even more exaggerated hand motion, to which the staff replies, what, you think you're some kind of Jedi? (laughs) Mind tricks don't work. (laughs) Money on me, only money. So Watto is the concierge. Yeah. Next is Adam Frazier at Adam Frazier. What up, Adam? Getting your handle? Hey, Adam. He said, Ben Jin. <laughs> now, th- this happens a lot. A few people threw Ben Jin out there, but Adam was the first. Mm. That's how we do it. Next is Kyle Hughes at Kyle Hughes 2307, who said, Matt Smith. Oh, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's finding him. Uh, good job, Kyle. Uh, next is Jason Keen at Jason Keen. Or is it Neen? Is the K silent like knife? Whatever. He's still got his handle. Way to get your handle, Jason. A lot of those tonight. He said, unique set of skills. <laughs> but it's spelled U-N-E-E-Q, seta, S-E-T-A, dash skills. Well done. Nice. Next Good is Jedi Barry man. Delgarno at Delgarno Barry. Ooh. So close. You were just like right there. Also, mm. I find it interesting that there's also a second Barry Delgarno that he couldn't get Barry Delgarno. Yes, that's true. He said Brian Mills, but finds out that that name is taken. I'll get my coat. Ah, I don't get it. Nice. Uh, so Liam Neeson's character in the movie Taken is Brian Mills. Oh, that movie is so terrifying. That name is literally taken. I watched that movie for the first time on a plane going to Ireland by myself in college uh, to do like study abroad. And I watched that movie and I got off the plane and was like, what have I done? Oh my God. I was terrified. I was going to say, did you watch that movie like while under a bed? <laughs> no. I was so scared. Oh, and this, here's the kicker. So I see that movie <clears throat> on the plane. I get off the plane. I'm like terrified, right? <clears throat> The first poster right off the plane is a human trafficking poster. Oh, my God. In Ireland. I was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. All right. Last but not least is Michelle M. at Gyp- Gypsa, G-Y-P-S-A, who wrote Mr. Er, Big R Fish. Get it? Bigger Fish. A.K.A.? How many times are you going to throw this joke in there? How many times are you going to bring this into the show? Did I write the joke? You picked it. Or did it. Michelle write the you joke? You picked it. You had all I'm these sure choices Michelle... for jokes, and you picked Miche- that is joke. It, Michelle's one of our patrons, too, right? I know. Right? I love okay. Michelle. I'm saying yeah. you prioritize certain comments. Mm. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for being a part of the show. We really appreciate it. If you want to be on the show... 
head over to Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. We're almost at 10,000 people. We're going to do a big giveaway when we hit it. Uh, we are? Yeah, I just decided that right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look at this. If I said that, you would have been like... No, I wouldn't. <gasps> no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I'd be so excited because it's a giveaway and everybody likes free stuff. Oh, um, but that reminds me. Guys, we are giving away a car at Celebration. <laughs> oh, are we? Yeah. Are I you going to buy right a now. little Star Wars car so you're not actually lying? Yeah, <laughs> true. No, I got to do that. Um, yeah. Actually, I do have to order. I have to find. This is a little hint. I have to find, locate, find, and order one of our giveaway items. Maybe the John Cena face. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much, guys. Back to you, John. You can't see me, Lacey. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening, watching, being a part of TRB. Uh, James Bainey will be back with us on Monday. Uh, so we hope you had a wonderful vacation at Scarif, Mr. Bainey. Uh, make sure you follow J James uh, Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks and let him know how much you missed them. And tell him what fast food is your favorite. I'll really enjoy yes that. he he loves those conversations um but uh, make sure everyone subscribes to the show on your preferred platform uh spotify we're actually pretty close to 300 ratings on spotify Crazy. i think we're one of if not the top uh rated star wars podcast on spotify so thank you to everybody who's been supporting us and rating us on there uh especially if you're not if you're giving us good scores appreciate that very much uh, or Apple, you know, SoundCloud, uh, wherever you get your audio podcast, we are there. Uh, and if not, let us know, but I'm pretty sure we are. Uh, also, youtube.com slash Star Wars News Net videos. Subscribe there. And like Lacey said, almost at the 10,000 follower mark on Twitter. Um, and spread the word. Spreading the word helps a great deal. A lot of people don't even know Star Wars podcasts exist, even though there are 5 billion of them. Uh, spread the word. Let them know about TRB. And we appreciate that too. Uh, I do want to give a big special extra shout out to our patreon generals and spice runners so first our generals carmelo jeremy myers john reese jetta rosewater paul olson frank ronde darth hurricane john charlton nick kratz christian morales brian smith matt chitty danny mike ramori matt heath double c chris chris white brendan mclaughlin and val trichkoff Spice Runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Kendall Gelnar, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, Micah Harrison, Thomas Hennessy, and Andrew Staley. Thank you all for all of your support. Make sure you go to StarWarsNewsNet.com every day for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey, writing and editing at Star Wars News Net, and my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies, just put out an episode on Reservoir Dogs. So Tarantino fans, check us out wherever podcasts are found. Lacey. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin, and I'm super excited to announce that TRB never stops. We're always going the extra mile because we're crazy a little bit, uh, but we're teaming up with Patreon and we're doing a special May the 4th episode only available on Patreon's YouTube channel. They're going to release it. We're really excited. We're so pumped to be teaming up with them about it. Uh, it's just, it's awesome. You know, we talk about our Patreon page a lot here in the episodes, um, and it seems like they've taken notice, which is really cool. We work really hard yeah. to put out good content. So the fact that we're going to celebrate with them <coughs> on May the 4th, you guys get an extra episode that week, which is really True. awesome. Um, it'll probably also be on our audio feed. We're still working out those details, but the video version will be on their YouTube channel only. Um, so definitely yeah. stay tuned for that. We're really excited. It's going to be a fun one, guys. It's going to be more of that like good feeling Star Wars hug type mm -hmm. uh, vibe. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, we've been basically saying a lot lately. We like to create and put out the vibe that everyone was feeling in 2015 as a Star Wars fan, right. but doing it today. Exactly. Uh, that's what we love to do here at trb so we hope everyone has a fantastic weekend and we will see you on monday where it will be may we're gonna see you on so monday and wednesday and, and thursday, thursday next week 
better get some sleep. James, you better get back here. You have a lot to do. <laughs> uh, but everyone have a great weekend. We'll see you then right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids. <laughs>